We're back for another episode of Athletic Insights. We're joined here by our guests from the Champlain-Lambert coaching staff, Shane Main and Andrew Fuentes. How are you guys doing this afternoon? Good, man. How are you good. doing? Good. I really appreciate your time, and I'm really excited to dive into uh, the CJEP model as well as a little bit about your program. So, Sean, you're the head coach, so if you don't mind introducing yourself, that'd be great. All right, sure. Well, hey, like, like I said, my name is Sean Main. I'm the head coach of Champlain Cavaliers. Just a little bit about myself. You know, I played city ball uh, from Sun Youth. Um, after Sun Youth, I played at Vanier College. After that, I was fortunate enough to get a scholarship. Played in State University of Connecticut. Got my degree in sociology. And after that, I played six years in the CFL for Hamilton, Winnipeg, Calgary, and Montreal. And I won the Great Cup twice with the Owls. Very cool. And quick question for you. How did you manage the recruiting process? Are you Canadian, first of all, Sean? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And so how did you get connected with Connecticut in the first place? How did that recruiting process work for you? Uh, well, it all happened. When I was at Vanier, I was fortunate enough to have a Ray Gagnon who passed away, but a great coach. Um, he took a whole bunch of us on uh, – just to camps in the state. So, like, I did uh, University of Connecticut. I did Syracuse University. And I did Boston. Very cool. And, Andrew, why don't you take and it was, introduce yourself as well? Yeah, of course. Uh, so, my name's Andrew. Um, I had the uh, privilege of playing at John Abbott for um, two years. And uh, after that, uh, developed in the Junior Football League in Quebec. Uh, unfortunately, Sean Main was my coach. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I played two years there. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, you know, fortunate enough to play with you at Bishops for another two. And, uh, you know, I, I forgot to mention, obviously, I'm the uh, defensive coordinator at uh, Champlain St. Lambert. Yes, sir. So, so, Sh- so, Sean, why don't you just go over... Um, just a little bit about the CJEP model in general. A lot of our listeners are young Ontario athletes, so some of them aren't even familiar with CJEP, but it's such a fantastic option. So any information you'd have would go a long way. Sure. So like I said, from when I played till now at Vanier, um, the way CJEP was used for a lot of guys of Ontario, it was used for one of two things. Played Obviously, guys who didn't have offers, they used CJEP as a way to kind of you know, extend their football career without being in university and kind of still have the option of trying to get a scholarship in the States. So I had, I had, I played with some guys who did that. And you for CJ, I say raise their stock value. So right now, outside of Quebec, like let's say if you're from Ontario, you want to go to, as a stepping stone to raise your stock value. Because in Quebec, we, we don't, we don't go from high school to university. We go high school, university. So CJEP is viewed as kind of like junior or prep, if you want to say. And the good thing about CJEP is, one, it's very competitive. So you come play your CJEP ball. When you're done, your stock value would have increased. Your exposure to more schools would have increased because a lot of universities come to Quebec looking for CJEP players because they're pretty much stepping and play right away. And the lastly, best thing I try to tell you is that if you grad when you graduate from CJP, you'll get credited in university for your classes. So you might get credit for a year and a half to maybe two years, depending on what program you want to go into. And now, 
Does that apply to schools out of Quebec for the university part? Yes. So at the present moment, we had a student athlete who, who graduated and went to McMaster's. Um, and when he went to McMaster's, he got credited a, a year and a half. Wonderful. And, and Fuentes, is there anything that you'd like to add about CJEP, uh, the opportunity it brings, as well as uh, Champlain Lambert's program? Yeah, so, like, I think Sean pretty much hit the nail on the head. Like, uh, CJEP offers a great um, way to develop if you, you know, if you haven't had the opportunities that you think you should have had coming out of high school. So, you know, if, if you, you know, didn't quite put together the, the year you wanted or if you feel like teams aren't really looking at you, CJEP can be a great way to not only further your education, but also give yourself a little more uh get a little more eyes on you when you're coming out of CJIP, right? So, like, I, I played with a whole bunch of guys at Abbott who came from Ontario, and, um, you know, they got, a, they got more eyes on them than if they would have, you know, went to university or if they would have walked on somewhere. Uh, it, it's, it's a great, you know, and, and that's why we're here, right? We're trying to establish a connection between, you know, us and Ontario and, and give those, those athletes and those players who haven't had a chance or really haven't had eyes on them to, to come to Champlain and, and get a little more, uh, you know, exposure uh, at the CJEP level. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. I think for a lot of football players, it's such a, there's so many different um, ways to develop in Canada. Like, you know, go down West and you have the junior football, which is um, another really, really uh, sought after group of athletes by university coaches. And then you have the CJEP model, which I think is really, really unique opportunity for athletes in Ontario if you feel like betting on yourself, if you don't have any offers coming out of grade 12 and you feel like betting on yourself, I think CJEP's the best route because you're going to get two more years to get bigger, faster, stronger, actually go through a real training camp. And basically, you know, the CJEP model, I view it as can, uh, Quebec's version of junior college. It's just prep for university so that when you get there, the whole model isn't brand new to you like it is for anyone coming out of an Ontario high school. Can I add one more thing too? Absolutely. Uh, one thing we forgot to also touch on is that we also know for a, a lot of guys coming out of Ontario, you might be missing your, your court classes to go to university right away. So by coming to it also allows you to pick up the make that transition to university also. Right. And let's back up because that's a really good point. What classes – do you guys require for Ontario athletes to get consideration? The main, the main thing we need for guys who are looking to come to Champlain St. Lambert is that you have to do grade 10 or higher French class. Yes, we are an English CJEP, but that's just one of the requirements. Right. And, and Andrew, you had mentioned previously in the week um, about the, you know, the academic pride that, that you guys' program has. Do you want to speak a little bit to, to the quality of education you have and as well as um, like the success rate you have placing athletes at the youth sport level? Yeah, absolutely. So we, so we always pride ourselves on academics at Champlain. And, you know, when we're recruiting kids, uh, one of the first questions, if not the first question we ask them is, how are your grades? Uh, because Champlain is such a competitive school to get into. Um, it's, you know, we're, we're we've, you know, we're the McGill, if you will, of, of CJEPs in Quebec. So, you know, the averages to get in at Champlain are a lot higher than, you know, if you were to go to other CJEPs uh, across the province. 
Um, so, you know, when we recruit kids, you know, first they have to, like, if, if they're from Ontario, we have to make sure they have their grade 10 French, but we also have to make sure that their averages are on par with the program they want to take. And uh, nothing, everything we do is when we, when we coach, when we talk to the kids that are on our team, it's, you know, they're student athletes and, and we pride ourselves on getting their education right first and then we'll take care of the football stuff after. And, you know, recently we haven't had issues sending guys to universities, you know, just last year on defense alone, we sent, uh, you know, seven or eight, se uh, you know, between seven and nine guys to the university level and, and they got in without any hiccups. So, you know, they're on top of their academics and they're good football players. And, and that's what we're, that's what we're trying to do at Champlain. Amazing. So when you guys are looking to recruit athletes, but especially athletes out of province, what are you looking for specifically in terms of character? Oh, this is easy. One of the biggest things I learned from playing from the Alouettes under Mark Tressman is like he embodied family. So whenever we go recruiting or whenever we talk about the football team, we always talk about family first because, you know, I always talk, when you guys are on the field, it's not us coaches are on the field, it's the players. So you guys got to be able to trust the guy to the left and the guy to the right. So we really look for guys who have good character, could adapt. You know, we're not looking for individuals because that doesn't fit the mold of the culture we're building and that we have going on at the present moment. So, you know, you, you got to be able to be coached. Um, you know, I, as a player, I know how it is. If you want to have discussion, we could have discussions. But, you know, we got to do this on a proper manner where, you know, we're not disrespecting each other in front of everybody else. So, you know, we have an open floor policy, too, where you can speak your mind. But you know, be conscious of what you're saying. So it's really, we just want guys who want to come in hungry, work hard, and elevate their game. Makes a lot of sense. Andrew, is there anything you'd like to add? Yeah, like we're, we're we love an underdog because we've, we're perennially, we're, we're considered, you know, you know it's just, we're, you're just Champlain, you're just Champlain. So, so, you know, when we get guys that, that come here that are, you know, looked at by, our division one or division two counterparts in, in the, the CJEP level. And they come to, you know, a D three Champlain, you know, we get, you know, quote unquote, dirty looks like how, why is this guy going D three? Like, what's like, what's the catch? And there is no catch. We just want kids that are overlooked or kids that are, you know, haven't been afforded a whole bunch of opportunities and, and they come to Champlain and, you know, they end up being rookie of the year in the whole country at the U sports level. Um, True for example, so, you know, we love that underdog mentality and, you know, that, that those are the kind of kids, like Sean said, you know, with great character, coachable, are hungry, you know, and, you know, might not have a whole bunch of offers, but, you know, we give them a chance and more often than not, they end up being uh, recruited when they're done here at Champlain. And how, speaking of recruiting, like how has this, you know, the COVID situation and, and the rules implemented this year affected your recruiting and your program overall? Uh, that's a very good question. Me personally, I feel like it kind of helped us a little bit because like what, what coach Andrew said, like, you know, because we're division three, we get look because there was no season and everything like that happened. We're all going after the same athlete. Right. Now you eliminate the season perspective and whatnot, but it means through zoom and through the zoom, a lot of the kids and parents get to see our parents and how we are. So, they get a good sense of, of who we are, what we're about. And we're getting kids like and commit. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm very surprised that, but like I said, it's one of those things. Once you get to know us, you like what we have going on and you feel that we're genuine and we're real. 
and I tell kids it's all about that connection. You got to make sure you have a good connection with the head coach, your position coach, and whatnot. Sorry. And do you guys do you guys have a, a team belief or like a program philosophy that you harp on the guys to build culture? Uh, to tell you the truth, uh, our, I mean, it may sound cliche or whatever, but our philosophy, I just, I really harp family. I mean, right. all the teams, all the teams I've been on from, from Vanier to the States and even in the pros, like, you know, I was fortunate enough to be on teams which were close. And once the team is close and guys trust each other, once you get on the field, man, sky's the limits. I mean, when I was at Connecticut, you know, we were kind of looked down upon because, you know, it was like, okay, UConn, like, who are these guys? But, you know, we played, um, uh, Philip Rivers at uh, NC State in a game we shouldn't have been in, and we went down to the wire with them. So I always talk about family and being together because, you know, once the team's together and everybody buys in, sky's the limits from what you could accomplish. Uh, yeah, and, and then the flip side of that is me and me and Ann, Coach Andrew were playing together at a program where we didn't really – I mean, I personally, I don't think there was a lot of trust going around. And you could really see that lack of that family – um, connection that, that your program harps on. Yep. There, there, it yep. wasn't there, and, and it came on and in the field. You could watch those games again and see that we just all were on the same page. Um, so, Andrew, like being a, um, you know, being a player who's now transitioned into a coach, like what were you able to take from your time as a player and now be able to use it on the other side? Yeah, I learned a whole bunch when I was playing, and, and both negative and positive. So, you know, I learned a lot about you know, what not to do and what to do. And I, I try to preach that to the guys I coach, you know. So everything we do, um, both, uh, you know, on all three phases of the game, defense, uh, offense, and special teams, you know, we try to emulate what they're going to see when they move on to the next level. So, you know, the meticulous film study, the, 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 the dedication and the commitment in the gym, the, your willingness to exceed in the classroom, you know, these are all things that we we throw at the kids, and these are things that I learned. Um, you know, when I was playing from CJEP to junior to to the university level, you know, and and we try to get our guys ready for university, even if they don't make it. At least, you know, we know that they'll be ready off the field too, in in the classroom and and with the you know the, their education, and you know when they eventually move on and find jobs and all that. Um, so, you know, we, I learned a lot as a player and like I said, good and bad. So I know, you know, what not to do and, you know, things that we should be doing, you know, with our guys. And Sean, you, you obviously have a very impressive resume as a, as a player. So what have you been able to, to take from your time as a player and then bring it out as a coach? Uh, the biggest thing for me from everywhere I've been is that I always had a player's coach, right? So I always had a position coach who I was very close with, open door policy. We just talked about everything and, you know, once I became a head coach, I embody that, and that's what I do, too. Uh, we have a great relationship with all the guys who graduate. They all come back, and it's just all about having an open-door policy. I mean, uh, football is just one aspect of life, but, you know, we want to make sure we're able to connect with the guys and be like, hey, if you got something going on in your personal life or anything like that, like, you could talk to us. You know, we, we don't want guys to just see us as a coach and then cut off because we need to know what's going on in our players' lives and vice versa so we could help them to the fullest on the field and off the field. That's, that's amazing. That, that, that's missing in a lot of programs. So I really, uh, kudos to you guys for having that outlook when uh, coaching and, and teaching young men how, to, how to, to be young men. That's, that's amazing. 
Um, so Fuentes, I got a big question for you here. Uh, we ask all the guests on the show, uh, basically what's, what's your why as an athlete? And now as you've transitioned into your role as a coach, it obviously it shifts a little bit. So basically like, why are you doing what you're doing now? And then if you want to touch base on what your why was when you were an athlete, feel free. Yeah. So as a coach now, my job, I see my job as a, I, what's the word I'm looking for? I guess, I guess, I guess what I want to be is like a mentor to, to the, the, the players I coach. And I want to be able to give them what I didn't have when I was coming out of high school or in CJEP or in university. So out of high school, I had zero offers from any CJEP, no university, nothing. And, you know, I was overlooked because I was five, six at one thirty at the time, you know, I wasn't a very big, fast, strong kid. And, you know, we see a lot of this in, in, and the players we recruit, you know, okay, he's 5'8". Well, no one's really talking to him. Why is no one talking to him? You know, and we look at the tape and we're like, well, this kid's not bad. He's just, you know, he's maybe a little shorter than the prototype DB or whatever it is. So we give them an opportunity. And, and when they come to us, wh- what I try to do is at least give them, like I said, everything I didn't have. So I try to, you know, provide them with the tools they need to watch film properly. You know, why the gym is important. Why your academics are important. Why is it? you know, important not to throw all your eggs in one basket in terms of, you know, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to go to this school, get this offer. I'm going to get a scholarship. I'm going to go down South. I'm going to get drafted. And I try to instill, you know, the, you know, the diploma that you're going to get when you leave Champlain and then the the diploma you're going to get or the bachelor's or the master's, whatever you're going to get out of university is going to be worth more than how far you can kick a ball, how far you can throw the ball, how many tackles you had. Your education is, is, is more important than anything. And, you know, these are some of the things that I didn't have. You know, I, I went to CJEP and university to play ball and I didn't really get a degree that I'm, you know, I'm proud of what I did, but I, you know, I didn't get the degree that I necessarily wanted. I just did it because of football. And, you know, we try to tell our kids that, you know, don't take a degree just to play ball, take a degree that you're going to use when you graduate. I'm using it a little now, but it, it's, it's not quite the same. So right. to answer your question, my why now is, you know, give kids opportunities that I didn't have and make sure that, you know, they end up better than, you know, the player I was and, and just, just be better than me. And if, if I can, you know, instill a little bit of knowledge here and there, and one guy ends up being a superstar somewhere, be it on the field or off, then I've, I've done my job. And, and ve- that's very similar to where my head's at at this point as well, Andrew. So coach Sean, what about yourself? Uh, for me, I do everything basically from, from the bottom level growing up, you know, I was very fortunate, you know, from my time at Sunny to Vanier that I had coaches who helped me, pushed me and kind of mold me right like even when I got to Connecticut it was the same thing so once once I was finished playing football and I made that transition to a coach for me it was just all about giving back you know I was fortunate to have coaches to help me so I felt like it's my job or due diligence to do the same thing give guys the same opportunity I was given because you know you come across a lot a lot of kids who are talented and they don't even know like their full potential right because a lot of them, are, whether they're in a rut or where they grew up or they just don't understand things because they're so young, the same way I was mentored is the same way I'm trying to help kids to do the same process. Like uh, exactly the same thing uh, Coach Andrew said. You know, I tell a lot of guys like, yes, you want to play football. Yes, you want to get your degree. But make sure when you're doing school, don't just take a program. Take a program. Like find what you like. So at least once you're taking your program and these classes, it interests you. That's the biggest thing. And just, you know, when you – 
when you get a kid who just, you know, is, is, is an underdog or doesn't see his full potential, things like that, and then you, you know, we mold them, and all of a sudden, a whole bunch of schools want him, and you see their expression, their gratitude, and things like that. Like, that, that's what it is for me. It's all about giving back and helping kids reach their full potential. Absolutely. I think if we can just show kids the path, um, like, so, for example, very similar to what you just said, Sean, um, there's a couple athletes from Brockville that I'm working with who are, you know, we're very under-recruited. There's a, a pile of talent in, in this town, but we're just, just a couple hours, about an hour and a bit from Ottawa, so a lot of the kids get overlooked. Um, and now since I've been home, I've been able to say, hey, there's another route. There's this CJEP option. And that look on the kid's face, that smile where they've even come out and said to me, like, wow, like there's actually hope for this. So being able to, to, to give young athletes the feeling of hope is, is it's so rewarding. And um, what you guys are doing is an awesome thing. So um, I want to ask Andrew first, you know, what's your, what's your take home message for the next generation of athletes? Like, what do you want to pass down to the next group coming up? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, I think you're, so here, when, when I was playing, right, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't a superstar. I wasn't an All-Canadian. I wasn't a, a freak. I didn't have many offers coming out of CJEP. I had one, actually. Um, and, you know, Sean was the guy who recruited me to come play for Concordia initially. And, and, and I thank him for that. Uh, but, you know, 5'6", 170, like, you know, not, not the greatest size or speed or strength. So my my determination was what drove me so like i just wanted to i just wanted a chance to show somebody that you know i can play this game i'm not maybe i'm not the biggest or the strongest but you know i i can i can play the game you know and i'm good enough and you know i, I want to say that my dedication and my resiliency was what really drove me so like if just because the the school you want isn't talking to you just because you're not getting the looks that you think you should have doesn't mean that you should throw in the towel and maybe it takes you walking on to some other school. Maybe you need to take the CJEP route. Maybe you need to move out West and play some junior ball, uh, whatever it may be. I, I think that if, if you're determined enough to get something done, then there's nothing that can stop you. You just got to be able to understand that it's not going to happen overnight, right? You're going to have to put in work and, you know, I busted my ass, to, to play football and you know I, I wasn't a superstar at Abbott and I wasn't a superstar at Bishops but you know the games that I did manage to play and you know that's going to stay with me forever and I, I I attribute that to you know my unwillingness to just throw in the towel just to keep grinding and yeah. you know you, you put that you put that in everything right you put that in your school and 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 the game and and good things will happen well it's, it's a lot harder to fail when you refuse to quit right like Yep. A lot of the, uh, and I'm sure Sean can speak to that, but a lot of the guys that I've talked to who played pro, when I say, like, you know, what did you do differently? All they say is I just didn't stop. Like, that's the only caveat. They didn't stop. Obviously, they, there's an athletic component for sure and a mental component as well. But um, really what it comes down to is that, that same perseverance that you have, Andrew. Um, so, Sean, same question for you. What, what would you like the, the next generation of athletes to know coming out of high school? Uh, what's it to know? You know what? A lot of people may say, may have doubt or, you know, as long as you know what you want, yo, you got to strive to get it. The next thing is, man, you got to make sure academics and sports go hand in hand. 
Like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure we could all tell stories about guys we knew who were hella athletic but didn't take care of the academic side of things. It's like, man, if you really, really love football, whatever sport you're playing, man, you got to make sure, because I tell a lot of kids today, with my history and how impressed a lot of people are with it, I'm not playing football no more. And, you know, I got my degree. Right, yeah. Done. So you got to make sure, guys, make sure you use football. Don't let football use you. Mm-hmm. One one thing I tell the, the young guys coming out is that, yes, like what you've done so far, it's super impressive, but your goal should be to make sports the least impressive thing about you when you're done. Um, so that when you move forward, you're right. People people see a, a person that they can respect and give a job offer to and, and trust and not just uh, an athlete that had a whole bunch of potential and coasted through university uh, on their uh, athletic ability. And, you, and me and Andrew have seen that. Um, you know, time and time again, probably at both programs. Um, but, but gentlemen, well, I want to thank you for your time. To- Sorry. No, I was going to say, you know what, just to add on top of sports, you know, you learn time management and accountability and taking care of like responsibility, things like that. Once you transition into the work world, all your, all your basic foundation used in football, it's an easy transition into the work world. And trust me, it's easy. Oh, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree anymore that the, the transition into the quote unquote workforce or the real world or whatever you want to call it, um, you know, coming from a program specifically like Bishop's where we were constantly, you know, it was an uphill battle. We were losing games, but we still went to practice every week, busted our ass. For those of us who took care of our schoolwork, we came out ready for the real world because we take you know, you take more L's in a day than you're going to win most days. Um, and I think sports is like the best analogy for um, what your future is going to look like once you're done with high school, CJEP or college, university, whatever route you choose. Um, but uh, before we sign off, Fuentes, Coach Sean, is there anything you guys want to add about the program? Sean, go first. Hey, man. Uh, you want me to go first? Hey, we just looking for guys who are – we're just looking for guys who are hungry and want to grind. I mean, it's a great opportunity to get the best of both worlds, you know, opportunity to continue to play football and the academic side of things. we got a great support system to help guys coming in. And, man, if you're trying to strive to be the best you could be, we're trying to create the next Jeremy Murphy. If you don't know who that is, uh, check him out. He came out of our school, won Rookie of the Year in all of Canada. So that's what we're all about. Perfect. Andrew? Yeah, just like we, everything we've said is, is, is who we are and, and we don't change the way we act behind the scenes either. Like we're, we're just as passionate and, and compassionate, you know, we, we preach family and we want guys that are going to come in, be part of the family. And, you know, the, the, the football stuff will take care of itself, but, but come in ready to work and, and ready to, you know, get your education straight. And then on the field stuff, you know, me and Sean got that on down. You know, we got that locked down. We, we know what we're doing. We're going to win some games and hopefully one day win a bull door. And, you know, Champlain's a place to be in the in now and in the coming years. Perfect. I can't wait to send some of my guys down your way. I really like what you guys have going on, especially off the field, on the field as well. This was season four, episode four of Athletic Insights. Thank you guys so much for your time. All right. Thanks. Have a good one. Thanks for having us. And we're out.